Coming up on this episode of Marketed Not Live, what sort of experience do you need to have to be a good social media manager and translate that into running a business? Can anyone do it? What are the steps that are required? How do you know whether you're going to be good at it? Find out as we talk to the Laura's on today's show. This is Marketed Not Live, the show that dives deeper into the ideas, philosophies and strategies of the best marketing minds. Here's your host, Biz Paul. Welcome back to Marketed Not Live, another episode of the official podcast of the Marketed family of events that includes a live event taking place Monday the 20th of September 2021. Get it in your diaries. This whole coronavirus thing is going to be totally over. Uh, by then and if it's not we'll sort out something else for you go and get your tickets now because actually there's not that many um, available if we do decide to do something weird like reduce the numbers who knows Uh, we look after our ticket holders so don't be scared go and get a ticket right now we are going to give you between now and then the ultimate in marketing education because that is what marketed live is about and that's what marketed not live is also about whether it's this podcast, whether it's the Marketed Light event, which you missed, but you can still go and have a look and participate if you want. Any of those things, it's all about you and making you a better marketing person, whether you're a freelancer, whether you're in-house, whether you're agency, doesn't really matter. We've all got a job to do and we all need to do it to the best of our ability. We're going to hopefully help you by talking to some clever people, cleverer than me anyway, and uh, see what wisdom they have got to give us. Now, you know how I feel about Captivate. You know already by now that I think it is the best hosting platform on the planet. Uh, I feel really privileged to uh, have Captivate as our podcast partner. They've really helped us in getting this podcast done and out and distributed to all of the channels that are out there and have they done that by getting involved on a personal level have I got a one-to-one with that there Mark Asquith I mean you know I have if I wanted to but uh, no I don't need it because actually the platform itself does everything that I need if I've got a recording which okay they can't create good content for me but if I've got a recording All I've got to do is upload it to Captivate. I can give it my title, tell it what's in it, do my show notes. I can even, and this is one of the best bits, I can even create a website for the show. How amazing is that? And it's only about 17 quid a month to start with. Honestly, like the value is incredible. If you've got multiple people working on it, even better. You can add them into your team. Honestly, please go and check it out. Captivate.fm. You certainly won't regret it. Now, I don't know if you know a bit of my background or not, but I started working in marketing by creating content, just producing content really and being sort of a voice of experience um, in the tech world. And... Uh, you know, I would be very fortunate in having the privilege of going to various conferences around the world and creating content about technology, doing blogs and uh, creating video and things like that. And social media was a great source of information, but also a great outlet for any thoughts and ideas that I was having. Um, and that was part of my job as well is to give my opinion on things in the tech space. 
And that led me to work quite heavily into social media and start my own business working in the social media space. So I suppose if I had any, uh, I don't know, gravitational pull towards a particular discipline, social media would be it. But I've always had a thing about needing to make sure that if you're working in social media, that you remember marketing is marketing. It's not just about one discipline. And social media does have a bit of a tendency to draw you into this little bubble um, where it's kind of of its own world. And I think we do need to make sure that we keep our anchor points at, uh, you know, various parts of the marketing uh, uh, process, if you like. And I'm delighted today to bring to you two Lauras, Laura Davis and Laura Moore, who have gone through a process themselves, uh, a journey, if you will, of... uh, setting up their own businesses and really understanding what it is to to set up this kind of social media business. And I wanted them on because I think there's a lesson here for many people. And I know many listeners, many uh, members of the Marketed Live community, workers, social media managers. And it's really important that we have an idea of how to win business, how to market our own things, how to not to leave us Uh, the bottom of the pile, but how all the elements of running a business fit together and how we can really grow. So um, it's been really interesting to to see what's been happening with um, Laura and Laura and to get them in to talk about what it is that they're doing. So without further ado, because you don't want to hear any more of my voice, let's get to the main attraction and my chat with the Lauras. Today, I'm joined by Laura Moore and Laura Davis, collectively known as the Lauras. Between them, the two Lauras have a combined 20 years and more experience in social media marketing. And having both built successful businesses, they switch their focus and they now help social media managers to start and build their freelance businesses. Their legendary social media managers toolkit has helped over 700, 700 social media managers to win and work with their clients. Their ads manager agency helps social media managers to become confident to offer Facebook ads management and training, and they provide ongoing support and training inside their membership called the Inner Hub. Welcome along to Marketed Not Live, Laura Davis and Laura Moore, the Lauras. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. It's lovely to have you uh, on the program. On the program? It sounds so posh. Sounds so posh like it's a radio program. I've got my radio voice on today because I'm actually in our little studio, which we had built about a week before lockdown has never been finished. So fancy, fancy. Not if you saw it. (laughs) Not not if you saw it. Uh, Not finished. That's why it works well on radio. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Thanks for joining us here today. I think you've got such an interesting story but uh you say you've got 20 years of social media marketing experience between you uh, i i think that's kind of obfuscation uh, is that an even split or have you you know because it's not really been around that long yeah no it's it's laura's got more sales and marketing laura more has got more sales and marketing experience than i have um she's older than me as well i'm charming 
<laughs> it's true though older and wiser <laughs> well i mean you're friends quite clearly so you can say those things uh, <laughs> um well you know it has been around quite a long time let's face it i think um i was talking to somebody the other day about you know these twitter twitter versaries or whatever that come up on twitter saying your twitter account is 11 years old like okay that's the one that's the 14th one that i started the first one called you know yeah <laughs> ball, ball snoops about is uh is much older <laughs> have you got have you got more than one twitter account uh twitter I no have. oh see have you i yeah i do i do yeah however i don't use the old one you say i don't i'm not really a massive twitter user i must admit is that bad to say no each to their own. Okay. Each to their own. Uh, yeah. I have, yeah, see, uh, go on, I've got multiple, multiple Instagram accounts. Uh, right with, back to day dot. And do you still use them? And what are you using them for? Uh, so my old one is, it used to be for kind of cake, the cake industry that I used to be in. Um, but I still look at it now occasionally. I don't engage on there or anything or, do, or use it um proactively but i do like to have a snoop i think it i think it's wise i think it's wise to have a snooping account i've got a snoopy tiktok mm. account because i'm too old to oh. be on there i think <laughs> <laughs> i let the team do that kind of stuff um but <laughs> but but you know it's kind it's kind of useful it's kind of useful to just be on there and snoop and see what you know see what kids are doing and go okay i don't really get it but oh i like a bit of tiktok do you yeah some of it's all right. We went viral on TikTok. Did you? Yeah. Go on. Well, we had a a, a TikTok. Is that what they're called? The individual video. Yes. Um, it's called a TikTok. Was... Come on, come on. Even I know that. And you're making yourself sound old. <laughs> um, it was viewed by half a million people. Well, there you go. It wasn't anything exciting either. It was. This was in the the point that we thought well because laura and i both whenever anything rolls out whenever anything kind of happens we'll go and create an account and we'll just press buttons and see what happens and it was so there was no kind of strategy involved we were just in our let's just upload a few TikToks and see what happens and and so we understood how it worked um heaven forbid a client asked us to um ever use it um and yeah and it went it went viral it was only a hack for how to use emojis on a on a Mac, it was it wow. was not exciting. Well, I, know, I yeah. mean, there's obviously a demand for it. I mean, okay, well, clearly, not, not yeah. David Attenborough joining Instagram, but you know, still <laughs> the next big thing. The next big thing. Hey, I was a big deal on Peach. I don't know if you know about Peach, but you know, oh, at, no. at one point, you know, Peach was not quite massive, but uh, <laughs> but you know, for for at least a few months. Peach was, you know, we thought Peach was going to be everything. Me and one other person. Uh, <laughs> what was that one that last year, was it last year or the year before? Somebody oh, that, came and that then was went. That was Vero, was, wasn't it? Was it called Vero? Oh, yes, yes. Turned out to be yeah. um, dodgy, really, didn't it? Yeah. In terms of like dodgy Russian accounts, backers, something to do with someone in Lebanon that got assassinated or so, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Mm. That's we I jumped on that as well. Yeah. That, that did go viral. The whole the whole thing. People were just. It's like it's like um, those FaceTime, not FaceTime. Those like face mash type of apps 
yeah. know, suddenly go boom until someone realizes someone is just using it to collect facial recognition data. <laughs> and one goes, oh, yeah. shit. Oh. <laughs> never mind, never mind. Um, okay, well, obviously, there's a lot of uh, experience here because uh, you're quite clearly able to talk about these things. Uh, what did you do before social media came along? I just want to get a bit of background. So I, uh, uh, Laura Davis, um, used to work in the voluntary sector. So I used to plan training mainly in the disability sector. And so I used to do training. And uh, like with most things in the voluntary sector, I had no marketing team. So I had to do all the marketing. And that was just as I remember setting up kind of a Facebook page um, for one of the community groups that I helped support. Um, that was my first taste of social media. And then I went off and had, had kids and got made redundant. So all ended quite abruptly. Was that the spur to do something different? Yeah. Well, it was the classic make you made redundant when Mm. you're on maternity leave and then trying to find a job around your, you know, family not wanting, I live just outside Birmingham and I didn't want to have to do the kind of commute back into Birmingham. Um, so I wanted to have something that would just fill that gap. I always thought I would go back, back to it, to be honest. I loved working in the voluntary sector. I always thought, you know, that was my thing. Um, so I set up a cake business instead and absolutely loved marketing it. Loved it. Hated it when I got cake orders, but absolutely <laughs> loved um, like putting myself out there. It was good. How about you, Laura Moore? So I have always worked in, social, in, in sales and marketing ever since I left school, like a gazillion years ago. But I used to have a recruitment agency uh, long before Facebook and LinkedIn and stuff were around. Um, and I worked from home. I had my own recruitment agency, uh, recruitment agency that I did from home. And then I got pregnant just as the recession hit and all my clients put their recruitment freezes on. And when I had my son, quickly realised I couldn't really go back to that because it was pretty full time. And actually, I hated recruitment. So it was quite a good time to get out of it. And funnily enough, I also went and started a cake business, very much (laughs) like Laura Davis. Um, And very much the same, loved doing marketing, loved getting the sales, hated actually doing the cakes. Um, and cleaning up and I did I did a lot of cake decorating teaching I had like a teaching school where I taught people how to decorate cakes but the the cleaning up there's only so much of that you can do and as much as I love cake there's only so much of cake you can eat so I quickly realized that actually I preferred being on Facebook than decorating cakes and that's so yeah that's why I kind of stood sort of went away from that a bit like Laura and focused on the social media instead Now, what's interesting about that, just hearing you tell that story, is, of course, what is consistent there is the fact that you both started a business. Mm -hmm. And, you know, social media management is a discipline in marketing, just as email marketing is, just as a TV commercial or whatever. But running a business is is definitely something that, that, you know, you you have to learn how to, to do pretty quickly. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just sort of strikes me that just because you know how to do social media doesn't necessarily make you a business person. So I just wonder, based on your experience, then, what are the key elements that you found when you turned your skills into being able to run a business? 
I think for me, because I've, I already knew how to run a business because I've had a business for so long. So when I turned it and started doing social media as my business, I didn't really need to worry about the fundamentals of starting up a business because I already knew that. Right. It was more switching my focus to how do I find clients for this business, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. But I, and I, I think it's quite difficult if you've come straight out of maybe a corporate job um, or, you know, just any sort of full time job and then having to switch your mindset from being able to turn off at the end of the day because you're a business owner. It's very different when you're a business owner, isn't it? Everything is all around how you're going to get clients. Is your business going to going to work? What do you need to do? You know, all of the things that go into a business are all your responsibility all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people who go down the freelance route maybe aren't expecting that. Right. And I think, I mean, this sort of brings around to um, your business as you work in together now. Uh, give, give us a little sense of what it is that that business does and who it helps. So the hub Uh, for social media managers as the name suggests it's for freelance social media managers so we only we don't tend to work with in-house social media managers um and it came about because both laura and i were doing quite well independently we didn't really know each other at that point um being our own freelance um experts as we were um and people would message us and say oh you know i've i've set myself up how do you get clients how do you do this how do you do that? And it was just by pure chance of having a conversation with Laura that she was also having the same, that lots of people were asking, could they book kind of one-to-ones with us and and ha- get more training on actually how to do the business side of their, their business. Um, so we actually um, launched the social media manager toolkit, which was a, which was the first product we did together. And that was our first kind of test into the, into the audience really to see if actually that was something that was needed um and it basically provides everything that a social media manager needs to set up a freelance business and then that in in turn includes you know how to build your own website how to get pr how it's got all of our templates in we've ever used so proposal templates audits strategy so it's really kind of everything they need um and it was all the things that these people would come and ask us for um, independently that we've basically put into one hunky dunky big package that they can um, buy and, and really use because as Laura touched on there's people who might have come out of a corporate background or or maybe have never worked before or maybe not worked for a long time maybe they've been stay-at-home parents for example and they don't have they may have the social media knowledge but they don't have the that that business understanding of what they need to have in place and and so much about what i think makes a good social media manager is having those kind of quite boring i guess quite systems and processes set up so that you can win and onboard clients kind of seamlessly you know how to work with them and you know how to do your taxes and all that kind of stuff and although they're it's quite it's not the sexy side of the business. It is what people desperately need and to make them a proper business, not just a hobby or a side hustle. I hate that word. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's, but that's the, that's it though, isn't it? I mean, there's, so you know, look, let's face it. Anyone, literally anybody could go online and find a course 
about how to do Twitter, how to do Instagram, mm-hmm. could get somebody's theory on, you know, follow this 12 point blueprint and you will get a gazillion uh, Instagram followers straight away. Mm-hmm. Anyone can follow those ideas and they can go and put those into practice and they can they can do that on their account. They could do that on their friend's account who's got a business and they've given it to them. But it doesn't necessarily help them grow a business because, as you say, where, where are the skills that someone has? It's OK if you're. You know, if you're Laura Moore or fancy, she's run a business before. Um, but, <laughs> but but if 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 you've I don't know, say you've had a, a child and working in the corporate world just doesn't work for your situation any longer, and you want to work in social media, there's a difference between knowing the skills of the platforms and how to uh, you know run prospecting campaigns for yourself. Like say, have a website, follow up calls. What how should you price things? All of those things are, are missing from the core skills. So it yeah. sounds like that's what you, the gap that you fill. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's certainly what, what we're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you're succeeding. I, I do hear very good feedback actually from people that have, that have been on. Um, so, so you've moved on a bit from that though, haven't you? You've now got mm-hmm. an academy. Is that right? How, or membership? How would you describe it? Well, we've, we've got both in a sense, if you th- thinking of names but we've got the inner hub which is our membership so that's so the as i said the toolkit was a it's a digital product they can buy and then they they just take it and do what they want with it and the membership is much more um hands-on much more support from us lots of kind of master classes training etc and we've got a the core to our membership is called the success plan and it's getting them to where they want to be in that business and and both Laura and I are not the type of people who and far from it actually the type of people who will blow grow your six-figure business get your seven-figure business all that you know we're not we're not like that we're we grow your business to where you want your business to be and if that's just one client where you work one day a week then brilliant but so the success plan gets people to wherever they want to be with their with their business um and then on side that we've also got our um, ads academy, ads manager academy, which is training people to be Facebook ad managers. So it's a slight deviation away from social media management. Okay, but I mean the two are connected, aren't they? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay, so um, in terms of thinking about somebody who comes to you and and and, and says, right, I've got these skills, I don't know what to do with it. I really like what you just said about finding a way that's successful for for them because I think now more than ever people are reevaluating what they've got and I, I'm expecting either a lot more cake businesses or a lot more social media <laughs> managers to come online uh, pretty soon because you know people are being made redundant left right and center and not only have you got people from corporateville um, thinking okay well now's the time to do something else but you've also got a lot of marketing professionals being made redundant from agencies and all of those have uh, big skills in terms of of that, mm. so um, it it might not be possible to 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 build your eight figure, twelve figure, fifteen <laughs> figure uh, business in about three months. Um, obviously, 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 if um, if you sell Arbon, you'll do that within about five minutes. Obviously. <laughs> oh, ouch! Shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> with the white Mercedes. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, you know. W- do something that works for them so what what are the steps involved you know how does somebody decide what they want to get out of it do you do you talk to them or what what sort of points would you get them to think about 
with the um, with our success plan, with them working out like where they want to be, mm. it all starts with them understanding where they are now. So some people come into our membership and they are brand new out of the gates. They have um, maybe they might have taken a course or um, they've just got used to using the platforms and they've done some marketing of themselves. Um, but they may not have set up their business yet. So they would start at the very, very beginning. But then there might be other people who come in who maybe have been doing it for a few years and they're not growing as much as they want to or they want to scale to offer a course or to outsource some of their work. And so they would obviously then start at a different point of the success plan. And we, the first point, the first thing is really important is to kind of identify where you are because there's so many different marketing gurus out there, isn't there? Telling you, you need to do this. You need to grow your email list. You need to have a lead magnet. You need to scale your business and outsource everything, which is all well and good. But if you're not at that stage where that's relevant to your business, that's just giving you something else to worry about. And another shiny object that you need to go and, you know, concentrate on that's going to distract you from what you actually need to do first so that is the key is to identify where you are now identify where you want to be and what you need to do in the middle to get there and what if that's really unrealistic so what if i come from um, a corporate job i've been made redundant and i say right i've got these skills and what i want to do is i want um i want to earn a hundred and fifty thousand pounds um within six months and I want a place in Ibiza. Uh, well, Laura and I are both, um, and Laura Moore in particular, we are quite I probably direct. couldn't tell you my response on this podcast, <laughs> to be honest. Uh, are we getting some tough love? Is that what we're getting from? <laughs> yeah, so I think Laura and I are both, um, we don't like all the, the, the fluff that people come out with about what, you know, I'm not saying that people can't achieve that. Yeah, yeah, I think we're just, if someone wants to say, I want to make 150 grand in six months and buy a place in Ibiza, we'd be like, okay, well, how, how do you think you're going to do that? And, and where are you at now? Like, and they'll probably say, well, I haven't got a website yet. And I, I'm, I'm not really active on social media. And, you know, so we start to kind of have the conversation with them to make people realize, to be more realistic about where they are. And that's not to say that they can't achieve that. They, I'm sure they can, but that the time frame mm -hmm. is is what is the issue there and so i think we'd always be very very honest with people if we think something's a really really crap idea we we would tell them and i'm like and even with saying that if someone proves me wrong like bring it on i'm totally up for people like saying well you said i couldn't do it and i've done it like that would be amazing but so there's the a reality check, really. The, yeah, the first point I think is reality so. Check, is this realistic? And if it's not, then let's work out that is something that's realistic. But are, yeah. you, are you saying that, you know, everyone is an individual case and therefore um, if, say, you, you've got a website and you look at it and go, well, that's actually quite good, you, you move on to something else? Or do you have a particular um, idea of, well, you need a website, an email list, and you need a Facebook account? Is there anything like that that's a good starting point? So I think there's some core things that we would say that every social media manager needs. Or, um, so, for example, we would always say that any business needs a, a website because it offers that credibility. We would say that any social media manager should have a social media presence um, and there's no excuse not to. Um, and we would obviously also say that people would need their systems and processes in place 
and I think I don't think there would be many variations to that. Um, and then where people go from there is entirely up to, you know, so if they only ever want to do social media management and maybe only want to work with two or three clients a, a year or at any one time, then growing a huge, great big audience, for example, is not that going to be that important to them. Whereas if someone wants to build a course on how to teach small businesses how to use Instagram, then it's we'd be really encouraging them to get on Instagram, position themselves, grow themselves an audience. So they've got an audience to sell to. So there are fundamentals that we expect to, or advise people to have, but after that, it's very much tailored to what, to that back to that success plan of where they are and where they want to get to. So this is the, this is business coaching really, isn't it? In terms of here are some ideas that will help you achieve your goal. But unlike the five-step blueprint, it's flexible, it's um, bespoke to each person, which feels much more realistic because, you know, if you download one of these six-step programs, you kind of look at the six steps and go, what? <laughs> you know, how, how the hell am I going to do step one, let alone step step six? It's unrealistic. So so I like that. I like that sort of tailored, tailored approach. And do you, do you sort of coach them or, or take them through that journey um, on an ongoing basis? Is, is that part of the membership deal? So in the membership, we don't do like one-to-one coaching, but we have monthly calls where people can come on and have hot seats and we can help them in that way. And then all of the things that we give them within the, the membership. So for instance, we bring in experts for masterclasses and things, and all of those things are designed to help them um, move along their success plan. And after a masterclass, we will pick out key points of it that will be relevant to the different stages. So if you're in stage one, then this might be what you want to do with this. And if you're in stage three, then you might want to do something different with this. So they'll always know of all of our resources, whether it a whether it applies to them at that point and b how to use it, depending on where they are. Okay, and just so just my own understanding, so. That, is that all business advice or do you get people in to talk about here's, you know, here's how to do Instagram reels, for example? It tends to be more, um, more business and more wider marketing, I'd say, than specifically about the platforms. I think that might be an avenue that we go down um, to fill some skills gaps, you know, so some people can be brilliant at Twitter, but they might not know one end of Instagram to another. So whether we look to kind of offer that that skills gap in some kind of form of training is something that we might consider going in, into the future. But at the moment, it's very much more business side of it. Um, and yeah, that wider marketing that they potentially don't know how to use or the best way to use it to for the benefit of their business i see okay well that's that you see i'm gonna say that's interesting that's not i just say that a lot don't i um <laughs> <laughs> but i think what one of the things that you've said there is about broadening it out to, to to wider marketing and that that triggers a little kind of like ding in me because one of the key reasons that marketed live exists is to to, to broaden people's horizons i just personally i just don't think that if you focus on one thing only, that that's a good place to be. So in the pandemic, 
you know, I know people whose whole niche was around hospitality or retail and mm. suddenly they don't have any work. And I know people mm. who have like yeah. got a job in Tesco as a result of that. Now I'm not saying don't don't niche, but um, you know, social media is a weird place right now. Uh, we're sort of caught in a bit of a world where trust is low, fake news is is, is everywhere. Who knows what's going to happen to it? But social media marketing principles are still marketing principles, don't you think? Absolutely, yeah, totally. Yeah. Agree. So people need general marketing skills anyway, and that's why I think what you're doing, having you know, because I'll be fair, I didn't really understand that bit. I didn't know not that I didn't understand. I didn't know that bit about. Um, mm -hmm. what you do but I think that broadening out of, of, of skills wider than just social media is, is going to be really valuable to people in the future yeah and I think it, it, it's unrealistic to think that anybody can run a business without having wider marketing skill base even if it's just low level what they need to that's not something that they're they're not learning about email marketing, for example, on a masterclass because they're going to go and then provide that service. We're teaching it then because we want them to have it for their business, to grow their business. And I think if then people fall in love with that idea of email marketing and then want to offer that as a service, then obviously they need to go away and prepare, you know, learn more and, and that's great, but that's not our kind of motivation for why we provide it. But it's also about helping people see how things fit together, isn't it? You know, you can, if you can see how running an email campaign for your own business to help you gain uh, clients fits with your social media activity, then you yeah. by default give people that sense of, well, this is what email marketing is about and this is why it's relevant. And, and these, you know, these things are not done in isolation. Not really. No. So it's interesting. Um, what, so, okay. So what advice then, if I was, if I was, fresh out of uh, a, a job i'd been made redundant decided actually do you know what I've, I've spent some time with the kids on furlough and now i'm redundant i need to change the way that life life is um and social media is my thing so i'm going to set up a business doing social media for for, for people but i'm not sure whether it's the right decision what would your advice be to that person in terms of whether it's the right decision, um, full stop. And if it is, what are the things that they need to go and do now in advance of sort of starting to pitch for work? I, th I think whether it's the right decision is a, is a hard one to answer, but uh, you've got to have the right motivation. So I don't think you should set up um, as a freelance social media manager if you're only motivation for example is to work around your kids you've got to have an interest in social media you've got to have an interest in business you've got to have an interest in marketing or a combination of those things i think um because otherwise you're going to fall out of love with it pretty quickly if that's not of interest to you and i think also you need to be realistic don't you think about like social media doesn't really always work around a family because social media is always on. It doesn't turn off, does it? It doesn't close. Yeah. So it's not maybe as flexible as, as people might think it is in terms of a job. So I think that you do need to have a, a realistic mindset about whether or not, like if to decide if it's the right thing, 
if it's the flexibility you're looking for, then it, it might not be. Yeah. So I suppose social media sort of suffers in a way from being seen as this kind of casual, fun, relaxed thing that people enjoy and therefore um, people don't really understand. I mean, I always, remember, I always remember years ago, I mean, even to this day, people say, what do you do? And I just, I just let them believe whatever they want to believe. Mm. So, so some relatives think that I'm on the telly <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, I don't correct them. I just go, yeah, that's what I do. I do think there's this, um, it's, it's, social media is perceived as sharing funny memes on Facebook and Twitter and, and, it, and it is fun and, and actually you don't see the, the other side of it of, you know, hours and hours of scheduling, dealing with customer complaints, um, that kind of whole customer service element that you, as part of being a, a social media manager that like all of that side of it I just don't think is even on people's brain when they mm. think of social media management they think of oh let's just go tweet a lot or do some TikTok yeah. now do some dancing yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah go dance on TikTok and and that's it you you're set up for life if only for, it, for that that easy <laughs> yeah yeah you know, but we on. you know we have lots of people join the hub the oh, we've got a free Facebook group and they you know they they state when they join I'm thinking of becoming a social media manager and they come in and and some of them probably leave quite shortly afterwards but others um hang around they'll ask questions they'll there's a lot of people who are in difficult situations at the moment potentially being made redundant and they're asking the kind of questions of should I jump ship should I wait should I do this what made you actually take the leap of faith to being freelance and so there are those kind of conversations that are already happening in there. And I think, you know, there's, I think nearly, well, there's not that far off 4,000 freelancers now in that, in that Facebook group. So you can really get a good sense of what people love about the job, what's good about the job. Um, and rarely does a post, if ever, does a post go un unanswered in there. So it's a good place to go really to ask the truth about being a social media manager really and getting a fairly honest answer I think so okay so someone's got that idea where can where can they get you then where you know they've listened to this interview because obviously there'll be like thousands of people literally maybe even millions <laughs> listening to this well at least five um you know wondering well I need to go and talk to the Laura's how's what what should they do where can they reach you so our face, our free Facebook group is probably the best place for them to come first off, which is um, the Social Media Managers Hub on Facebook. Um, like Laura said, there's about 4,000 freelance social media managers in there. So that's probably the best place for them to come and find us first of all. First of all. Um, and then obviously if they want to come onto our website, we've got tons of free resources on there that, that will help them. And our website is jointhehub.co.uk. Nice one. Everyone go and do that if you're thinking about it. A final question, really just about some of the key personalities um, that are involved in, in the social media industry. Mark Zuckerberg, is he part of the Illuminati? Laura <laughs> <laughs> no. probably doesn't even know what the Illuminati is. Okay. How about the lizard people? Any, the, any famous people? She... She definitely know, won't know who lizard people are. Okay. No, I don't know who <laughs> lizard people are. Well, to, I, I, to be honest, we're lucky she knows who Mark Zuckerberg is. <laughs> hey. 
it's not that bad. <laughs> I just like to live a life where I don't get involved in a load of people I don't know or want to know. It's probably for the best, I mm. think. I, I think having having your own little bubble is probably good for your mental well-being right now. I don't yeah. I don't think I, we need to be going and finding out, you know, about QAnon and all that kind of stuff. Mm-mm. Yeah, I like my little bubble. I'll just just it's leave happy. Laura to explain to me who yeah. people are when I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> when you need to know. Look, it's been lovely talking to you both. Um, thank you so much for, for coming on and sharing some of your wisdom and your um your experience really because i do i do think and we were saying this before we were recording i do think that there's a lot of people out there who have started on this journey and are part way through and get lost in that journey and they need some help in getting them where they need to be and it sounds like you're doing that thank you well thanks so much for having us yeah thank you So I hope you got some insight there into some of the things to think about. And I know that, you know, for you, it might not be totally applicable um, if you don't work in social media or maybe you focus on on something else. But I think regardless of discipline that you focus on, it's it, it is good to understand that in this world of marketing that we live in, it's not all about creativity. Unfortunately, it is also about some process. And some, you know, boring bits as, as well. That's that's just life, I'm afraid. Sorry about that. Um, but hopefully there's some things to think about there. Uh, I'd love to know what you think. Has it made you think about things? What's your story? I, I'd be really interested to find um, to find out from you if you are a social media manager. Uh, have you had any of these struggles in terms of getting actual work in this very competitive space? I'd love to find out. Just tweet us at Marketed live or um, if you don't want to make it public then why not uh, email me hey at marketed.live and don't forget to check out details of how we can help in that area and other areas through our live event next september and anything that is going on between now and then we are very interested by the way in blog contributions if you've got anything to say that you want to share about your experience in any aspect of marketing, please just write something for us and send it to hey at marketed.live. Until next time, when we will be chatting to another tremendous superstar of marketing. Thanks for listening. Our producer today, Charlie Thacker. And of course, as always, this is a Like My Media production for Marketed Live. You've been listening to the Marketed Not Live podcast. Want to go even deeper? Then book your ticket to one of our events where you'll learn more about specific ideas, strategies and practical ways to improve the results you get from your marketing activity. Visit marketed.live for what's on and how to book.